What's up, folks? Romo here. Welcome to Hit the Lotto Podcast. Live. First ever live Hit the Lotto Podcast. Let me just stop some of this crazy music going on here. What is that story about? Don't know what that's all about. But uh, we're going to have problems, I guess, right? On our first. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. We'll get this sorted. There we go. All that sorted. Once again, thanks for joining us. Just waiting on our special guest to uh, enter the studio, but my name is Romo, Coach Romo. Why do I still have music playing? There shouldn't be any music playing. (laughs) This isn't good. Why do we not have, why do we still have music playing? Yeah, that's right. You're right. It does. You're right, Goldie. It adds to the drama, doesn't it? Maybe I can turn that down a little bit. See where that goes. <laughs> For some reason, press pause down on right. Yeah, there's no actually music in, no background music actually in my. Uh... For some reason, it's playing, but it's not. Uh... There you go. Active listener sounds great. Good. All right, let's get through it. Why not? Screw it. We'll f- try and fix it throughout the show. We're still waiting on a special guest, but my name is Romo. I'm here to talk about whatever. The lotto. I love to play the lotto. Small stakes, of course, but we all have to play the lotto every day because every day is a gamble, right? So I sit at my dining room table and uh, talk some shite to people out there. Hopefully, you uh, enjoy a piece of it. Make sure you comment. Make sure you put yourselves in the, in the comment there. JG Vingo, how you doing, pal? Good to see you, my friend. Soon a guest on the on the Hit the Lotto podcast for sure. But uh, so before uh, before our, our guest enters into the uh, into the studio this evening, and it sounds like the music stopped. Let's see what happens if that goes on or not. But uh, um, let's talk about what it is like. This is going to be what it is. Uh, some of you who uh, who who know me already out there know that uh, I'm an American living in Ireland likes to talk lots and lots and lots, but I'd like that. I, I just have good people I think around me and there's some really fun people out there that I know. And I'd love to uh, uh, bring each and every one of you on and uh, just talk about good luck, bad luck, all things you, all things you want to talk about. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll be hitting every one of the people that's uh, in the studio right now, see if they want to come and come and join the show at some point and uh, have everybody on a nice uh, running group of co-hosts. And we'll talk about the, yeah, it's Buzz Holloway. It is indeed. It is. He's a good man. He must know, know me from following the uh, Midnight in Baghdad pod, uh, podcast, which is another great one. You should go check it out. But uh, like I read, I read a couple things, you know, just to sort of get things started off with, you know, just any of it. And again, comment in and uh, and, and let me know. But uh, I read a couple of things today that kind of I was going to start this thing. Uh, the, the thing that got me started on this was uh, American American politics. I think obviously, and I think the fact that uh, uh, you guys that that know me out there know that. Uh, Generally, I'm a pretty uh, 
mellow guy when it comes to this stuff. You know what I want to do? I want to raise a family. I want to have smart kids, good kids that do the right thing and make good choices and, and you know, die a happy man. I don't need the world. But uh, so politically, as long as I'm okay, I'm okay. But recent events or whatever may have gotten me a bit uh, overexcited about things and maybe rightfully so, maybe not rightfully so, you know, but, but either way, it's because, you know, I, whatever, COVID, whatever it was, whatever the reason was, but uh, uh, <clears throat> it, it got me sort of thinking and I started to, you know, even get riled up in WhatsApp groups and I, and I, you know, <clears throat> get myself worked up over nothing and, you know, all those things. So I, you know, I, it's a, uh, I figured, let me just put it on the air. That was my thing. And, I, and one particular, you know, argument that I had in, in a group, you know, I basically, my challenge was let's do this live. Let's, let's go live and let's, let's talk about this on the air and let's, let's have a good conversation about everything. So that's what prompted me to it. I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> we're not going to necessarily, uh, uh, you know, talk about that stuff other than, you know, my comment on on everything that's breaking down over the last week in a country that I, I'm from but don't live in anymore is essentially like, you know, it's all real sad, isn't it? It's all just real like, what is, how have things got so bad? How have things got so bad on either side that this is going on in America? That's the thing that fucking drives me nuts i think about it but uh uh you know whether you're left wing right wing whatever the fuck you are like we all used to get along and be left wing and right wing we all used to have fun conversations about you know the, the who's responsible the rich or the poor you know who, who's who's going to get things done who's going to save money in my pocket who's going to protect my country you know who's going to do that and somehow that has gotten fucking skewed like skewed in the world and it's it's that's why to me it's like weird how it's just sad like fuck it like you know it's just it's yeah my buddy jj vingo johnny geo he lives close to dc so it's it, you know it's <laughs> it's it, it's not a good place to be right now and it's and you know it's a weird it's a weird situation so that's what brought around the sorry to pop that but that's what brought around the thought to do a podcast and the thought to you know get 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 ourselves uh lined up and and start to have a chat with each other as you might know i have a, a, a podcast that i do with uh my fellow wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing driver Drico, and uh, he may even be uh around to hear us but uh uh <laughs> and uh, Banging models and popping bottles, baby. You know, always there. That's the hat. That's it. Always there. You know, and even that's a good comment when we talk about my buddy Drico. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going live probably tomorrow night to uh, talk all things virtual PlayStation Formula One. But this is where I brought it here. But uh, I read in the in the news one of the hot topics here in Ireland. And, and again, this is why you know. We, we, you know, to have the chat about it. So, so I read in the, uh, I've been reading in the newspaper that, that there are two maternity hospitals here in Ireland that um, essentially, and for you Americans where they're 
you know, you're, you're queuing up and they have these mass centers for, for vaccines and stuff in some parts of the country or whatever. We're here, there's not, that they're not even giving them out yet. Like we're months and months down the road, probably, you know, before regular folks get it. But there was like uh, 16 doses over in the coom. And I can't remember how many in the other, in the other hospital there. So essentially that they found that you're supposed to get five doses of the vaccine out of a vial where they were getting six and seven. There were some of them because they, they weren't exact. So they, they found that they were getting six and seven. So they had to make a decision because the, the, the website to figure this stuff out that the government had put together, it wasn't coming out, it wasn't going live until the next day. And essentially the decision came down to who do we, who do we give these to? Like the, everyone on the list has been given them and who do we give them to? And they made decisions based on that to give them out to, but they weren't on the list. They weren't supposed to be getting, receiving the vaccine in this batch, however it went, whatever. But the, the alternative was they were gonna go bad, you know, you know, the alternative about, about the, the vaccines where they were going to go bad and no one was going to use them. So, and it was going to happen pretty quickly. They had a very small window of opportunity here to, to uh, make sure that they got the, the given someone the vaccine. So they gave them, and I guess, you know, some, turns out that two of them worked or two of them were sons of the manager of one of the hospitals. So, you know, people here are going fucking, some people are so angry, angry about it. And whether you are, you aren't like, I, 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 you know, it's just interesting that it happened over 16 doses where I'm from America, where 16 doses would are, are probably, they, they probably waste those every hour. You know, we just throw that shit in, get the fucking shit in. Waste is fine. As long as we can pay for it, it's good. The amount of people, the difference in population, we're here, 16 doses is driving people up a fucking wall. Goldie, my partner, believe it or not, was almost going back to work tonight to get vaccinated as there was possibility of some left over if there in there wasn't but she was on call see that's what i mean like that like they came up with a list as quickly as they could they came up with a list and then there wasn't there wasn't one for her right that's what you're saying but like i said they they came up with a list and they they did the best they could to give them out. Yeah, I mean, was the guy probably wrong? The two kids worked for him. You know, this this guy has got nothing but plaudits over his, his you know, what he's done there. I recently had a child in that building that he's the manager of, you know, less than two years ago. And we, we what what do we, you know, I have no, even though it was old, <laughs> it wasn't like an American hospital at all. You know, they, they, I know I have American listeners and I have Irish listeners and like hospitals here are different lads. Hospitals here are different, you know, like it's like some of it's like going into somebody's house. They're so old, but you know, I, my, my wife had 
there were complications and everything. My kid was born super early, so I have nothing but great plaudits to say about that hospital and how what it did. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, they did what they could do. Did he make maybe mistakes in doing that? Maybe he did, but like he fucking he still saved maybe saved lives. Like that's fucking crazy. Like so, it's just funny that it's been it's been in the papers, right? Like it, here that this is going on. You know. Something pissed me off this morning about the vaccinations. Al Roker was bragging. I was 65 years old, was able to get it this morning on the news. My father's an 83-year-old diabetic who can't get his yet. Who the fuck is Roker that entitles him? He's a weatherman. I know you're 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 right. And and I don't I, I don't disagree that that you know, especially in America where it's a it's this let's be honest, it's a capitalist country here. Like there it's at the even no matter who even with trump in charge like it was still capitalism at its best here you know so we it, it's all it's all yeah it's very it's very different in that you don't take care of your own but i think also the flip side of that is you know the argument is how many people are you know draining the government from because they're they're freeloaders or whatever not not that i'm I don't agree one way or the other, but I mean, the, the argument there is that that's Al Roker's essential. There you go. That's why. But I, I don't know if you don't take care of your own Johnny Geo. I, I, I don't, I don't think that's true. What I see my thing there is that what I see there is that communities, th this shows, I think what you're saying too, about, you know, the government, first of all, you know, some people feel the government should have nothing to do with with your, you know, libertarians and and hardcore. They they shouldn't be doing anything but protecting you and and you know making sure you're 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 you know okay and you have you know, you have something a roof over your head or in that regard, you know. But uh, the flip side is that the communities in America are very different. Than the communities here. I mean, communities. I've seen communities get together for in in the in the you know in the states. Like I was, I was part of a, a, a various committees for like that put together golf tournaments for you know kids to play football, American football there, and that golf tournament alone would raise over ten thousand dollars. Like like communities get together and communities take care of each other in, in America, I find more that it's as big as the country is, the community is, is what's sort of the most important. And if you lose us that sense of community, whereas here it's, it's not quite the same in that everybody here is kind of, I mean, we have a good community and there's a strong community, but they're not going to raise, you know, they're not going to raise that much money for, for, for the kids on a whim, let alone someone who's sick, they can raise millions you know, if if you have a kid with something going on and you throw fundraisers there, it's like psh, we're here. It's they're begging you for money on the streets to take care of it. So it's a bit different in that regard. But uh, but I'll just catch up on some of the comments there. Workers <laughs> essential, <laughs> correct? How else will you know if it's raining outside or not? And then fucking Mike, he has a job where he can be wrong 100 percent of the time and still live like a king. That's 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 true. There's no accountability for weathermen, weather ladies, weather cis, weather non-binaries. <laughs> has everyone ever sued for a false weather report? That's an interesting one, huh? 
Can you sue for a false weather report? There's got to be something to it. Wouldn't matter to that liberal left-wing media anyway that's giving it to you, so you don't believe it anyway. You go outside. If it's raining, you know you fucking wear it. put an umbrella on, right? <laughs> I read another one today, and, and I know that there's some of you out there that are into this whole uh, uh, Bitcoin uh, crypto cryptocurrency stuff here, and uh, uh, I, I read this article where this – this guy in Wales had like $275 million worth of Bitcoin in a, on a hard drive. And he threw the hard drive away. <laughs> he threw the hard drive away. $275 million worth of Bitcoin he had on his hard drive. He threw the hard drive away. And he offered the town like $70 million to excavate the entire landfill the dump and the town turned him down even though it was 70 million dollars the town turned him down <laughs> it's crazy bitcoin i don't understand it, that bitcoin shit either there's there's a couple guys in the in this chat here that may understand it a lot more than i do and and some some feel that it's a smart investment and i, and I, I respect that if you feel it's a smart investment but that is it, cryptocurrencies blow my mind and i have a hard time being one of the early adopters and now at this stage it's not even early adopters now it's it's kind of leveled itself out so now there's tons of people doing it but how do you mine the coins i don't know it's fucking crazy that shit but i'm with you there johnny geo like but this guy this guy this guy he hit the lotto when it came to Bitcoin. He hit the fucking lotto, and then he hit the lotto, and he threw his and he threw his fucking computer away. That's insane. That's that's how how do you do that? That's there you go. Seven K turned it into ten million. But but how they just fucking mined it? They just mined it and bought it, and you know. It's crazy. That's an insane number. $10 million. I mean, how the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Like, how do they do that? But And the town. What do, what do you think about the town? The town turned them down. That's $70 million into the town. And the town turned them down. Like, that's pretty, pretty incredible. But I, you know, what do you, what do you, do, do you take that money? Like, I guess you got to take the money. Like, how many Welsh towns have, what are they, to, to, do they think that they just can't do, do is he lying? <laughs> what if he's bullshitting them? What if the guy says he had, he's got $275 million worth of Bitcoin in a hard drive and, and he's lying to him and they excavate the whole thing because he's going to pay him $70 million and then he tells him to fuck off. He's from the next town over. That would be amazing. Goldie bought a hundred dollars, hundred pound euros worth of Bitcoin on a spreadsheet, cashed out for like a thousand. If I waited two months, it would have been nine hundred k. Sick as a dog. Winklevoss twins just started a crypto savings account company, paying eight point six percent a month. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. For the guy, the the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is that the guy who made that comment would also would also say he don't know nothing. He can't turn on a computer. <laughs> can't. It, he's gonna get, get it involved with the Winklevoss twins now at eight point six percent. There we go. He knows the average account balance needed. 
<laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> you're in. That's right. You're in. Get in. Get in. Amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Just waiting to see if Aiden calls himself through. If you, uh, just gonna send him a message. I don't know where he's at. Three putt. Ah. There he is. Are we live? Hello. Can you hear me, sir? I can indeed. How are you? Uh, three putt for pars in the studio. Welcome in there, three putt. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. I'm very excited about this. It's only my uh, second ever podcast to do. Yeah, the, uh, oh, the you, first one was you a, a bit of a shit show. <laughs> you're, you were on another podcast. I thought I didn't know that this was this wasn't your maiden voyage. No, I lasted all of uh, three minutes. So, um, yeah, the first one did hurt a lot, but um, I'm hoping to redeem myself here. <laughs> Look, man, you know the deal. I appreciate you coming on and joining us. We got we got some action going on in the uh, in the comment studio, and uh, feel free to read off any any comments as they come in if you feel impertinent, if you see something I don't, whatever. But uh, welcome to the podcast, and we 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 brought you on three putt for for. Because you, you, for for one reason, I mean a couple of reasons. We, you and I, uh, you know, we talk about things, and one of the things that we uh, that that you and I talked about, and I talked about this on the Wheel to Wheel podcast, is you know we've we both kind of become snobs, right? Like COVID oh, yeah. has turned Absolutely. us. COVID has turned because again, like for for you guys in the in the states that are that are listening in, like. Like lockdown here is very different from lockdown there. Like very different. The restaurants are are barely surviving on takeaways. The pubs are closed, not open, not outdoor, not indoor, not uh, on the roof, nothing. And we cannot travel more than five kilometers for our house to to only then is to exercise or to shop for groceries. Like it's, it's a lockdown here, right? Like we're, it's a bit different than I think what's going on in the U S maybe you guys can tell me I'm wrong there, but it's a bit different from it. So we've had a lot of time to ourselves, right, pal? Yeah, yeah, but I also think that my lockdown is majorly different to your lockdown. I think I'm, I'm definitely writing this out a lot easier than say anybody up in Dublin. Like you guys, you tell me like we we talk a lot, so I know you leave your house to either pick up uh, herself from school or go to the shops. You know, get the essentials. I can go outside my door and I can go for a long walk, run, whatever, play with the dogs and 5k. Yeah. I abide to it in the towns, but for exercising and getting out about on foot, no, it's, it's much easier for me to do. Um, I know a lot of the towns in Dublin are the areas in Dublin are shut down where <laughs> I live 10 minutes away from the, the local town and that's still hopping. Like I can get a coffee even today now if I wanted to. I actually got a coffee today. I went to did the shopping and uh, could get a coffee from a cafe. Now takeaway, but it was still open as is a lot of other shops. So we're kind of not completely locked down, but inverted commas locked down. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely get like, 
you know, I kind of understand what you're saying. Whereas, you know, you, but, but I think the issue there is that because you're so spread out, you know, over and if you're, uh, see if I can move this over there. If you're on, sorry, Twitch, just, I think I'm, not, I just, I'm gonna have to slow down because I think there's a slight delay. Can you hear me okay there now? Yeah, right, yeah no like problem. A, it's probably me. I'm gonna have to slow down. <laughs> That's your, all right, your American man. listeners. Your American listeners are going to be like, "What is this dude saying?" <laughs> Listen, three pot, three yep. pot. Uh, just no, no, uh, no stress. But uh, one of the uh, one of the fellows in the room is uh, is Rosie Michael. So uh, just so you I know, know. <laughs> he, was the one the, he was one of the first people to join, and I was like, "No, I'm fucked. I'm absolutely fucked here." <laughs> We're just he actually asked me. Topic, like, he, huh? he he actually asked me a question. Uh, Earlier, when when he found out, uh, I, I did I did inform him that that you were going to be you were going to be my guest host earlier in the day, and he actually did. He he was wondering if you still fit into those Euro skinny jeans that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. No. Hey, they were good at the time. They were good at the time. Hey, but he does follow me on Instagram. I'll take that as a win. Very good, very good. After seeing his account, you know he's got game, right? You know he's got game. We're gonna have him on as a guest for sure. Uh, I I, did, I know yeah. you were listening before before you came on about the uh, or or were you listening before you joined in? there about the, the the Bitcoin guy. Like, you know, do, do you think that he actually? Do you think he actually threw away two hundred seventy five million in Bitcoin? And just forgot, like I was like, "Oh shit, I threw that away yesterday." That hard drive, you know. And even you would know, yeah. like if you were a computer person, you'd know that, like, you can't. You have to discard the hard drive differently. You have to clear it, like, you know. It's crazy that that would happen. Yeah, no, I think it would. Like, how many times have you, say, started a spring clean, or you know, went into a corner of your house that's not really used that much? open up a box and go, oh, fuck, I forgot about all this shit. You know, how many hard drives back in the day were full of crap, you know, and you just, it either didn't work or whatever, and you just chuck it out or you throw it to the side, and maybe with Bitcoin at the time, um, let's say Bitcoin kind of lost its way a little bit and it didn't seem to be turning into the the big explosion of uh, millionaires that everyone thought it was going to be, and you just let it kind of drift away and then all of a sudden it's worked i don't know how many million you mentioned but fuck me i'd be getting on my hands and knees and i'd be going through that fucking dump no doubt about it. <laughs> i would find i would find 10 fellas or ladies or whatever and i'd be like you know it's, it's all or nothing here <laughs> we're going in there you know by hook or by crook we're gonna find that fucking thing and live a sweet life if we do find it but i'd give it I don't know, maybe two weeks of hard digging and, you know, taking a lot of shit in the face. And then if I didn't find it, I'd, I'd call it a day, but I'd certainly give it a go. <laughs> You'd have to. You couldn't, you couldn't at least try it. You know? Oh yeah, no, no, you're totally, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and uh, Rosie, Rosie's, uh, Michael says, uh, I'd be scared to know what's on Romo's hard drive. But it wouldn't be. I don't think it'd be. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think you'd find a lot worse. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think probably 
two months ago, you'd find a lot worse in like my close group of friends here in Ireland, <laughs> you know, but and now maybe, I don't know. Now maybe things have changed. You never know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so but, uh, um, going yeah. back to your opening statement about American politics and, uh, let's say one member of that, uh, that side of things. I woke up this morning to a fantastic headline and I just had a great old chuckle to myself and the story, the headline read, Joe Exotic's team have line, have a limo ready to pick him up from jail for part. I have this I have this I, written down to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that is Joe like twenty twenty, we hit the lockdown in March and all of a sudden everybody resorted to Netflix and Tiger King was the big talking point. It went so quiet afterwards and I was like, Here he is back and I just said I want this to happen. I cannot wait for the time that this comes to, you know, comes to a head and it happens. I think that would be just the cream on top for this, uh, for, for this administration. And I, I think it will happen. I completely, I, I read that today and I have it in my notes to talk about. It's, it's an amazing, <laughs> Joe Exotic has his limo ready to, to pick him up because Bush is or Trump is gonna Bush. Trump is gonna pardon him. That's that. That's that would be a. It, wouldn't it be great if he was the only one he pardoned? All this talk about all these <laughs> hundreds of people that Trump was gonna pardon. At the end of the day, you know, the only one that was pardoned by Trump was Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a fitting end. That would be a fitting end yeah. for it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, to let's move on to to. To what we we brought you on here for, and then we can talk. We can talk about all things, all things, politics or anything. But at the end of this thing, God, guns, and exotic animals. That's it, baby. Joe Exotic, <laughs> ah, an amazing story. But uh, uh, so we brought you on because you know you you've uh, you've grown a keen. keen uh, we were talking about being snobs, right? So so maybe maybe we'll actually. Uh, uh, you know, just talk about the things we're snobbish about. What you and I become snobbish about, and then we, we, you know, we can we can go on to the subject of your uh, your your cooking prowess. But uh, you know, we we're definitely snobs on on coffee. I mean, you and I fight in mm -hmm. in when we message each other. You and I fight about about like our, our flavor of coffee, our, our type of coffee, huh? So we have a very different taste. And then the last one was, I mean, you and I do the same thing for wine too, don't we? Like you. Big time. <laughs> I, know, I do think yeah. the, the coffee is a bigger, um, a bigger gap than the wine. I meet somewhere in the middle on the wine, but definitely <laughs> coffee. And I laugh. I was, um, I was driving home. You, you, hear you hear what we're saying. You hear what we're saying. You, you hear what we're talking about, right? Like that's the silliness of this all. And I can't believe I used the word silly this evening. But the silliness of this all is that this is what we're talking about here is how you and I are, are far apart on coffee. Now, let's get – just before we move on, I just want to get one thing straight. And I, I said this on the other podcast. Like if somebody put a cup of instant coffee, coffee in front of my mouth and said, do you want a cup of coffee? I would, I would drink it. You know what I mean? Don't let's, let's, let's it, 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 I wouldn't spit it out. I wouldn't, I, you know, I would drink instant coffee, but because of COVID, we've definitely uh, invested instead of our Bitcoin, <laughs> instead of investing into Bitcoin, you and I are idiots and we invested in coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. And going back to that podcast, I was driving home 
from meeting a few people um, at the Christmas, and you had said, oh, my latest, um, he was still wheel-to-wheel at that stage. Um, you had just put up that on Spotify, so I turned that on, and I'm driving back home to Cork you know, on the M8, and I'm like, no, no, I want to dial into this, and I want to voice my opinion, because uh, <laughs> I was just so so snobby about my approach to coffee. But um, yeah, no, I, I definitely enjoyed that podcast. And um, yes, I have become the ultimate snob with coffee. And I suppose, i tell you what, I, I can give you the, the kind of the, my history of coffee because it's very short, but it's definitely gone from <laughs> not drinking the stuff to like, you know, turning my nose at instant coffee, which... I, yeah, I would, like you, I would drink, but I, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll sip, 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 and hope it goes cold quickly, and then just neck it, and, you know, smile and say thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know if that's an awful thing to say, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, right, so, going back, right, this is all my, say, the three topics of food, coffee and wine, I'll have a little story, but anyway, 2010 i'm in my old job and um, the company we were working for had two hemispheres so western and an eastern hemisphere and of course ireland being smack in the middle we had to deal with all the the shitty time zones and um, for a few months uh, back in 2010 i had to deal with kind of the far east so like indonesia all that kind of region so i was going into work at three o'clock four o'clock in the morning and having to engage with people. So I wasn't drinking like a say monster or Lucasade or anything like that. I was just drinking English breakfast or Irish breakfast tea, which has caffeine, but doesn't really give you that kick that you need. So to kind of help myself along, I knew one of the guys drank coffee and he had like ground beans and had like a, you know, the aero presses. Yeah. Doing like you, yeah, and you do filter yep. coffee through and all the rest. But like, yep. Dopey Dora here didn't know that wasn't like instant coffee. So I just take a scoop or two of this ground coffee, stick it in with boiling water, a bit of sugar and milk, start to stir. And, you know, of course the beans are sitting in. So as I'm drinking it, there's beans fucking falling back in my neck and everything and just had a horrible experience. And um, that was my first shitty attempt at coffee. So that's, what, 10, 11 years ago now. And fast forward to 2020, 2021, I now have three different uh, coffee machines and a mock pot <laughs> with an array of different blends of coffee from Mars, which is like the holy grail of coffee suppliers for myself and probably <laughs> yourself too, because... They deliver pretty much the next day anywhere to the country, which is fantastic. And, <laughs> you know, I paid 45 euro for 500 grams of Jamaica Blue there the other, like, just before Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, this is the shit. And I know what you're going to say about Jamaica Blue. So um, <laughs> I'll let you have your say in that one. Uh, just catching up on a couple of comments here. Uh, uh, Midnight in Baghdad. I, think, I believe that's Goldie on the on the the comms this evening. Says uh, he has cooking prowess. News to me. Uh, he also says wine. Haha, <laughs> three euro blue moon from a box. He thinks he's a connoisseur. <laughs> blue nun. What do you think? Blue I, nun. 
you know, I've, I, I, I see it. I, I've never had it. I, I've never had Blue Nun. It's actually not super That's cheap, the, uh, Blue Nun, is it? I, I don't know, but it used to come in like a blue navy kind of bottle. But like, I haven't seen that in years. That was like a, a pre-drinking uh, offering of wine. <laughs> I've I've yeah. never had it. I've heard I've heard the stories, but I've never I've never had the blue moon. We had uh, uh, we had Mad Dog, we had we had Mad Dog, and and uh, we had Boone's Farm. We had Boone's Farm in the states. I don't know if they still have it, but I remember I remember in college we used to uh, um, go to the there was this one local liquor store in the middle of nowhere that the school was, and we used to go and get. By uh, Boone's Farm, strawberry fields by the case <laughs> because it was like two dollars a bottle, <laughs> and it was oh, the gosh. sweetest, grossest oh. wine you could possibly drink. Yeah, but we chugged that shit. <coughs> and Mad Dog, I don't know if you ever MD twenty twenty. That's another one that we used. It was like three bot three three bucks a bottle. We would pound that stuff. That's how we would do it. <laughs> that's your. That's our answer to your blue your blue nun. <laughs> well, can I? Uh, I'll ha- I have a confession to make about my wine drinking because I'm only drinking wine and only red wine, um, less than four years. And we we went on a lad's holiday in 2017, I think it was, to Portugal. And I don't think I've actually ever, ever said this to anyone, but um, so for um. Never drank red wine, and it was only when I met Shauna that she was big into red wine, loved it, uh, worked in restaurants pretty much for uh, five or six years, and there was a good place in Minute, and they were really particular on their wine and their coffee, so she had done a lot of wine tasting and had a bit of training, so knew the good from the bad, and was always like, you've got to try red wine, you know, it's lovely with dinner, blah, 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 and I was like, nah, it's not for me, it's like... Uh, it's like vinegar. I don't like it. So fast forward to this holiday. Um, we all go out for a steak. And we're looking at steak. And it was just like, yeah, five, whatever. And uh, one of the lads says, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to actually say which one. He might be a bit. Uh, no, no, no. no you don't have bit, to say uh, any names. Don't, don't say. You don't yeah, need to say so, any names. Yeah, so I'm not really paying attention. See the see the wine menu, and I go, oh, we'll just have the Malbec, as if I knew what I was talking about. And every one of them agreed with me, like, oh, yeah, great choice, you know? That's a good wine, but steak, and I'm there going, yeah, like, you know, this is my thing, you know? So ordered the wine, the six glasses come out, and I'm like, shit, I don't even drink this stuff, but fuck it, I'll try it anyway. And I instantly fell in love with red wine that night and um <laughs> now it's just become a, like a probably a twice a week affair now for the two of us and um so i came home and i said jesus guess what i tried and i was like i tried a malbec and she was like oh jesus christ like here's me for months trying to get you onto red wine and um now you come home and you think you're the shit because you've had red wine with your friends on holiday. I'm like, yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? She's like, yeah, told you. So ever since then, it became a big thing for us on the weekends. So, um, but yeah. So, and actually with that, I what is your, I have a top three that I want to share, but I'd like to hear. What? You want top a top three? three first. 
Yeah, well, when I put it in my top I, I don't know if I have a top three. I don't. I don't have a top. I, you know, I will run through your top three, but I, I, I can give you, I can give you <clears throat> one, one of each that I that I can highly recommend. That's for sure. Um, the you know when it's coffee, I'm when it's coffee. I'm, I love the the Kenyan stuff, man. I love the I love the big bean AA Kenyan stuff. If it's single estate, it's better. If it's uh, uh, if if it's a mix, because usually, generally, what I've learned is the farms are smaller there. I don't know; it could be blowing smoke on my ass. But I love Kenyan coffee. It's got great acidity and it's a medium roast. I love it. So that's that. I, I give you that for for the Kenyan. And by the way, we both uh, we we both buy our coffee from from Cork. Yeah, exactly. I know you love those Kenyans too. I know that's how you love those Kenyans too. That's why I brought up the Kenyan. But uh, I, I love the, uh, the 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 medium roast in the Kenyan coffee. And the wine I have is one that I had about um, oh, shit. I guess it was. It had to be a year ago now. It had to be a year over a year ago now. Yeah, over a year ago, Christmas when uh, I went out to dinner to Shanahan's to the steakhouse, and um, uh, here we go. The the you know the steakhouse uh, uh, that we go to the, the Shanahan's for for you you know Americans that might be listening. Shanahan's is like an old school sort of American style steakhouse. I mean, they have like. Kennedy's rocking chair or something in the bar or some shit. It's it's super like uh, it's very owned by an American guy. It's it's opulent and over the top, typical to your kind of American steakhouse there. But it's the only one in the country, kind of. You know, there's mo- other good steak places, but nothing. None of them are like this. But I had an American a cab there called Mercury Head from or I guess Orange Swift or something was the vineyard but the wine was called Mercury Head it was like a 2017 or something and it was the Oval Office Bar exactly it's called the Oval Office Bar for Christ's sakes the Mercury Head cab that I had was one that I like I will not forget <laughs> like that's how good it was and I, I still a year later like and even the 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 fellow that was there is like we're the only ones in the country that are bringing this even bothering to bring this stuff in and it is expensive but it's worth it trust me so we got it like you can't even buy it anywhere in ireland and it was like it was the it, it was really really nice i have to say that one i that was what tops for me probably in all of my years here in ireland and i've had some good french wine and some good stuff but that was amazing all right but i love how we jumped back to coffee and then True in the line at the same time. There, I know, I know. Um, I just wanted to give you my. I gave you my comments. Now you can go ahead. Give it. Let's let's start with your. You know where we start. We start with the the coffee for you. Let's start with the coffee. Go ahead. Let's go coffee. So, right, just to go against you, as we said, we were kind of polar opposites on the coffee. The dark organic uh, Colombian. That is my number one coffee that I could literally hook up an IV to and um, live happily ever after and <laughs> i know for you that is just like burns. a dark organic colombian <laughs> rosie michaels loving kenyans dark organic colombians i mean look at that all to talk about coffee you guys are laughing you fuckers are laughing about about us talking about coffee and where you have to use comments like i love a good kenyan i love a good dark colombian <laughs> Oh, come on, that's that's classic stuff right there. Come on now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Dark Tom. organic, and it is not the most expensive that Mars have to offer. But that that stuff in a mocha is it's just liquid velvet. Um, and there, I was struggling because so like Sean. The French and the Italian blends, which to me are just your your taste buds on the dark Colombian. So that burns kind of it's like I don't know, is it like liquid coca- liquid cocaine or something? But I cannot drink the Italian or the French roasts and their dark roasts, uh, just like the the Colombian. But the reason I seem to like this is that it's supposed to give flavors of dark chocolate with honey and sorry dark chocolate. And a bit of brown spice. So, like, I, uh, my ultimate weakness is chocolate, like more probably chocolate digestives. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sounds like you just went down on us, are you there, pal? (laughs) Ah, you cut off. Join us back when you're getting, we can't, you may have to call us back in or something there, pal. Just when we were getting into digestives. <laughs> Just when we were getting into digestives. <laughs> good, good job. Got a good oh, my God, there. Maybe I do need to go at this solo, huh? <laughs> Are you back there, pal? Oh, did I go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I was like, oh. no, no, no! You didn't go. You didn't go. Actually, we heard everything. Dark. You like digestives? That's our. Yeah. <laughs> no, you. you the, cut off there for a bit. All right. Sorry. Country Wi-Fi. That's um, okay. I don't know where it came up, but the um, the Jamaica Blue coffee. That that is my ultimate treat from a coffee point of view, and that's I drink that like just as it comes out of the market pot and I only drink bathing in Dom Perignon. But I only drink it like one cup or two cups a week maximum. Because well that shit is expensive, but it's it is beautiful. And that's considered a light roast, which totally goes against my whole dark roast philosophy. But anyway, that's 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 me there. Um but, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Was, like, uh, how about two Kenyans, one cup? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Horrible, uh, horrible comments. Oh my God, horrible comments. Yeah, it'd be a dark right. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go ahead, man. The, Give us your wine. Give us are, your wine. The wine, um, right, I have two. So um, one of our friends' favorites, uh, not, is the Campo Viejo Re- uh, Reserva which is, I don't know, like 12 euro a bottle. And yeah, that's like kind of cherry with a bit of uh, oak stuck in there. That's myself and Sean is weekly bottle of wine that we just go into Super Value and pick up six bottles of it. And when it's gone, we just pick up another six. We don't really think too much about it. (laughs) But our number one, and this is only a recent thing, um, when I was working back in December, we had a weekend where it was really quiet and uh, kind of getting, went into work too early, which is a shock because usually I'm like the latest fucker ever, um, which is awful considering my profession. But anyway, um, one of the lads mentioned O'Brien's had a big sale on and I went nuts, absolutely nuts. Um, like it was 220 euro worth of wine that was getting delivered. 
and there was this Bordeaux, and it was Chateau La Clamor or Clamont. I'm not too sure. And I can't hear. I think, I'm a, the folks are saying, "Hold on one second." Uh, that they couldn't hear you there. I'm just making sure that reading in the comments, see if they, you're still coming through. Yeah. I can hear you loud and clear, right. and, they, and you're popping up on my screen. All right, all right, you're back. Thing. You're good. Sorry about that. No, no, you're grand. Yeah. So go for um, it, dude. Yeah. So Chateau La Clamore or Clamere, Clamore, uh, Bordeaux. Um, that stuff is expensive. I think it's like thirty-three euro a bottle. But I was getting it for 22 and that has uh, sweet spices, cacao, so back to the whole, you know, chocolate digestives almost, and bramble fruits, and that stuff is The beautiful. fuck is There's a bramble no fruit? Like a, what the fuck is a bramble okay. fruit? A blackberry? What the fuck is like a bramble fruit? Black- you snobby it's cunt. Like- what the fuck is a bramble fruit? A fucking blackberry? A raspberry? What is it? <laughs> that A bramble fruit. Jesus Christ. Hold on. I'm, I'm just, just waiting for Razi to come in here. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is uh, strawberries, raspberries, um, blackberries, some kind of There mix. you go. There you go. I know. Yeah. Very good. This is all, all right. Going all right. So it's a blackberry. So it's a blackberry. <laughs> Black- you yeah. didn't taste but it. Wait, wait. Fun. You didn't taste the wine. But hold on, Aiden. Hold on. You didn't taste the wine and say, "Hmm, I really get, I really get some bramble fruits on this wine." When you tasted that wine, I'm <laughs> no, sorry, didn't. you didn't no, say that. No. I know you I eight years now. You didn't say that. What we do very good is we got an engagement gift of this um, Nosberries. Uh, it's Nosberries, <laughs> as Goldie says. Well, <laughs> Definitely blackberry. <laughs> we got oh, this is a gift. great first episode. <laughs> we got this engagement gift of a, uh, it's either Waterford Crystal or some kind of fucking fancy Irish brand. Um, uh, aerator, you know, for wine. Is that the right word? Yeah, it is. I think it's sure, right. sure. Yeah, and it's in the shape of a duck. And um, the good wine gets poured into that. You know, we let it breed. We let it get up to just ever so... Not like, not warm, but, you know, just... It's in a... Like, one of our rooms is, like, Baltic all year round. So we just like to let it come up a little bit into temperature. And... The difference that makes like i will never drink wine straight out of the bottle ever again it has to come from the duck so that's my uh my snobby <laughs> wine that's good on top of the, that's good <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah bramble yeah, fruits like let it breed like it. bramble fruits let it breed bramble <laughs> fruits and, uh, Let the bramble fruits get yeah. out there. Do they hit you up the front of the nose yeah. or the back of the nose? How does that mid tongue? Is it a mid tongue taste that you get off of that? <laughs> yeah, look, that's how it is, it's, man. Uh, Soon you'll be a sommelier. You're going to go to sommelier school. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, that's one yeah, thing know. that COVID has fucked up for us. We were going to do this. Um, you watch a movie and you do a wine and cheese tasting. Um, uh, pre the film during uh, uh, an interval of the film and then kind of little uh, little get together at the end and we were just about to sign up for it because you have to do like three or four weeks over a few months and um, we've been dying to get into that but COVID has fucked it up so that's one of my 
kind of hope saying once this all goes back to normal that we get to go do that. Buzz, Buzz, uh, Buzz says, and if you leave your Ribena out, it tastes like piss. That the interesting thing about that was that my and 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 three putt, you know my my comment on this, but I, that your your second, uh, your number two on the list there, and I know that there's others in the crowd that uh, that really like this wine, but I cannot stomach that wine at all. It's so hard for me to drink. It's very hard for me. Yeah, we can't drink it. My my wife is the same way, and she would have a glass of wine, you know, every other night, every night, you know, just to whatever, calm down for after the kids go to bed and stuff. But uh, yeah, she <laughs> she won't even drink it. Like we won't. I don't know why. It's too harsh for me. That that, that real cow. Uh, it's just. Yeah. I, that's I know. I know, Goldie. I know that it's not your. <laughs> I know that's your thing, man. I realize that it's the one thing that you and Three Putt have together to talk about. You know what I mean? That's what you do. But uh, uh, I mean, I just I can't. I can't do it. Like it's funny, but I can't do it. It's, it's to me, it tastes like piss. <laughs> 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 let it breathe, Aiden. Man. That's what he's telling you. Rousey's telling you, let it breathe, yeah. pal. You got to let it breathe. Let, let the let breathe. the wine breathe. You know, open yeah. it up. You got to open it up. Get it out there. I'm just looking at the list of uh, listeners. Jesus, we're up to seven. And uh, we've got like, uh, what have we got? We've got Ireland. Is it Ireland? Could we say Ireland? Ireland's first barista. First barista, yeah. Like, what an honor. Oh, yeah, we'll say the and island. Got, oh, it's like, the island of Ireland. The island of Ireland, yeah. And like, it's, it's he or she, because yeah. we don't know, is... Is, is in the call too. Like, that's a big privilege. And here we are talking about co- uh, <laughs> coffee. What that person is. Hey, look. Is. I know, that's what, but that's what it's about, man. You're supposed to have the two idiots that don't know what they're talking about. And then, you know, <laughs> later on, you have somebody prove them wrong. You know, that's, that's what it's about. As a non drinker, I can appreciate what you're talking about, though. I like a bottle of Fentiment's Cola every now and again as a treat. Cola connoisseur too, you know. I don't know if I've ever had a Fentiment's cola. I've had some good colas though. I mean, they, they, a good cola is a good cola, especially if you don't drink colas often. You know, that I could, I definitely could see that. I don't know if I'd be a snob about it, but I can see if you're not a drinker, that that would be the thing. Like yeah. your taste, that's what you want to do, right? Yeah, you never, so, um, back in your day, yeah. like when you were going to the discos and stuff. Did you ever have the equivalent of Cadet Cola? I don't, I don't know, know Cadet I, Cola. I see MI. So at the, uh, say, the, the youth disco. Beep so zeros. Talking, that's it, beep zeros. The, so at the, the disco, was like, I don't know, you were like 10 or something going to these things. And a, fi- <laughs> a fiver in was like, you know, whatever insurance and stuff like that and paying the DJ and whatnot. But you always got this like, uh, little slip, you know, it was like a little ticket, and you could go up then and get yourself a a bottle of Cadet Cola or um, orange, and you got like you know, a chocolate bar or something like that, and uh, it was the most horrendous stuff ever. It was just disgusting, you know, the cheapest of the cheapest stuff, and didn't even taste like cola. But then, as you kind of went up in the years, you know, you realised that that cola was your best friend because it could mix alcohol into it, you know? So um, <laughs> it did have a purpose. So you would take the first swig, then you would empty your your contents of other liquids. And um, yeah, Cadet Cola then in later life became the best thing ever. But um, 
Did you ever have like a teenage, or not even a teenage, but like a young, a young disco? And then they had like a little, I'm gonna say, goodie bag or something for want of a better word. <laughs> I don't know. I am. I, um, <laughs> I was a big disco guy. See, Rosie says I was a big disco guy. I, I um, <laughs> I um, when I was a kid, we had a roller skating rink. When I was that age, like about 12, 13 or whatever, we had a roller skating rink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we used to go roller skating. Dancing Queen is right. No, I'm not more. I wasn't really an obvious guy. I did, though. I did wear uh, a, I can remember this, wearing a um, one of those like pleather jackets, right? With, with like oh, big right. shoulders on them. Yeah, I was like this chubby. I was like this chubby white kid on roller skates, like dancing to Michael Jackson songs with like one of those fake Michael Jackson coats on as he was skating around the rink. I did that. I that's yeah. I definitely, I definitely did that. Rolling Thunder is right. Can you believe that? There you go. See pilot episodes. You're gonna, you're gonna put, put a little bit of yourself out there. Yeah, I did that. I was, I wish I had. There were photos of it now, so I could look back at it and laugh, you know. But I definitely did that. We went on Friday and Saturday nights, and I can remember it was like two quid, two dollars to get in, fifty cents to rent skates, and you know the big thing was you could skate backwards because if you could skate backwards, then when you was a couple skate, you were the cool crowd because otherwise you both skated forwards and you had to hold hands. But if you skated backwards, you could like like you you could hold each other like you were dancing with each other, and you skated backwards. But it was really bad when the girl skated backwards because you couldn't. That was they were the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> they were the worst ones. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there a, a, a similar kind of roller disco set up in big industrial park there, uh, off the, the the old like the Nace Road onto the is it the Bell Garden? Oh, there road used to or? be. There, there still yeah. is. There's a skate rink. There's it's and it actually moved right down the road from there. There's a skate rink, but it's not the same. It it does smell. I took my daughter there a few times, and it does kind of have the same smell and feel of a roller skating rink because, like, if you think about it, like you go roller skate after an hour of roller skate, you're fucking sweating. It's hot in the room. There's you know it's it's not a great you know and and there's like cheap French fries over in the corner and under a warmer. You know that's the smells of. I, I definitely remember that but but uh it's it's not the same it's not i would have i, I don't have the jet ja- i don't fit into the jacket anymore you know <laughs> meeps meeps had a pair of disco <laughs> roller skates <laughs> oh, was yeah, you the Irish roller disco champion all skate that's right all skate <laughs> they had a couple this is a couple skate <laughs> spin roller disco that's the one yeah <laughs> i give a finger exactly Exactly. That's never oh, gonna happen so. again. Never gonna happen again. <laughs> I've kind of got a vision of my head now that. Uh, of course, everybody who knows me has. Uh, <laughs> oh, Beeples, Yeah, he was an Irish t- champion, right? <laughs> yeah, but like sabotage during the championship. When the uh, rollers or when the ice rings come back, hopefully in Christmas this year. Like Meeples and um, Chameleon could definitely get a little of a, a dance going on on the ice. I, I definitely hate to see that for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
For sure. Yeah. You're, t- you're totally. Uh, uh, <laughs> we need this deep fake robot face. No, no, just, just get it. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, it was the. It was still the. That was the eighties. It was. It was. It was. Early, it was the early eighties, man. Jesus Christ. But uh, uh, look, I'm conscious of time, man. We've run over an hour, and I, it was. We, we've. We've. <laughs> Tanya Harding's manager was seen nearby. Yeah, I look more like Tanya Harding's that bodyguard. What was that guy's name? <laughs> Somebody. What was her, her? Tanya Harding's Jeff Galuli was her husband. And uh, who is that big? No, the other, the bodyguard though, the bodyguard, the big, the big dude who just spilled everything. He was a big dumb idiot who actually did the. What was his name? Uh, we got to come up with it before we get off. But quickly, uh, just to get to to what we came here, bodyguard John Giamingo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's still in the room, but you're right. <laughs> if you're still in the room, Johnny, you're the biggest bodyguard we knew, pal. But let's get to let's get down to why I brought you on, pal. Before uh, before we get oh, yeah. off, uh, one thing you've been totally uh, you know getting yourself into a lot, and you've been sending a lot of photos and a lot of videos and a lot of things into some group chats. And I know to to mixed results, I'd say, but you're always going to get mixed results in our group in that group, you know. But uh, you've been totally digging into doing some cooking over this COVID, huh? Yeah, Sean Eckert. I thought the, uh, the comments were like, um, I quite liked the comments. I thought they were fantastic. And a lot of people had um, nice things to say. Oh, wait, that was a different one. No. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Cooking, I don't, so. <laughs> it wasn't, a food, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a food group, though, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Right, go back to like, I don't know, early, early days. So I have an allergy to eggs. So um, I had like a pretty shit start with food big time. Like I couldn't eat cakes. There was lots of pastas and different shit that I couldn't eat and didn't have the best mother for cooking. She was kind of old school Ireland. So, you know, like stick it in the oven for four hours until it's like crispy and boil the shit out of it so that it's well cooked you know so just in case you get food poisoning um so like food was very basic and with my allergies i always had this kind of um i don't want to say fear but i was always just a bit reluctant or careful to try new things because i was like uh don't know what that is so i'm allergic to it um so that's the way it kind of went on for years um, and also my dad is horrendous for food like salt pepper that's it like there's there is no other seasoning that exists like garlic won't touch it you know paprika you know he calls it all um, muck so um, when, when mom was kind of muck. a bit adventurous you know she tried yeah he'd literally go muck like he was in the army so like they just lived off bacon and cabbage and coddle you know 24 7 so you had a fry in the morning and porridge and you had like i don't know fish and chips at lunch and then you had like a traditional fucking turkey and ham or chicken roast dinner every day that's what he loved and you know those guys do it cheap and cheerful but it gets mass uh, amounts of bodies fed but so he was horrendous for trying new things 
So on the odd occasion where my man would go, oh, like, you know, we'll, we'll try this tonight, you know, and he'd be like, no, not eating that. So if your dad says he ain't eating it, monkey see, monkey do, he ain't fucking eating it either. So I was just like terrible with food, both from a kind of a, a tasting point of view and um, kind of like just the allergies things always kind of fucked me over a bit because I did have that bit of a fear. Then like, I don't know, you, suppose you get older then and um, what do you call it? I started to like train harder, you know, so like the gym became a thing and um, like our version of American football was a big part of my life. So I was like, I need to fuel my body correctly. So I went from kind of trying eating bland foods to eating bland and boring food for nutrition. So I was eating rice, broccoli, chicken fillets, no seasoning, very little oil or butter, all that sort of stuff. And it was like food was just for fuel. It wasn't for like enjoyment. Like the, the most enjoyment we got out of food uh, was kind of like our, our Nanya chicken at our poker nights or a pizza from Domino's kind of thing, you know? So, like, didn't really know how to yeah. cook. But so, I you got it. So, so now, so now that you're, so you're, so let's, we'll fast forward a little bit more just to, you know, speed things up a little bit more in that, like, you went from that. I mean, you had no background, is basically what you're saying, right? You had no background in this, yeah. you know, you, 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 you started from square one, you knew what you liked, you knew, you kind of thought you knew good food, but you didn't really know anything about it or whatever. And now you're making fucking Mongolian beef or some shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> like so now the, you're like, so now you said that they're pictures of your, of your finished product. Yeah. So the overall yeah. picture is that we moved into the house in August, 2019. And my goal is to cook for a party of people that come to my house one day when all this is over. So I'm starting to practice and learn now to feed, I don't know, 20 people in 2023 or something. And uh, that's, that's where, like when I walked in, I was like, we got this new fucking kitchen. We put weeks of effort into getting this thing right. And I'm like, right, one day we're going to have a big party here and I'm going to cook for everybody. So that's, that's the goal. That's the objective. And I suppose you guys are seeing the starting point of that, uh, of that, um, of that goal. And like, I do have like a kind of a, an opinion of, um, what to say, like, you know, in poker, I kind of have my styles of poker. I do have percentages with my cooking. So it's like forty five percent. Aiden, please wait, 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 Aiden, Aiden, hold on a second, hold on a second, please. Are you gonna, are you gonna now compare before you move forward? I just want you to be careful and know who your audience is. You're, you're now gonna analogize your cooking and where you're at with your cooking to, to how good your poker game is, to your style of playing poker. You might want to rethink that now. No, 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 right. Just just listen to this. Everybody fears it, but they're always tempted to give it a go. Just like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? Look, so, it, like, listen. Right. So go we've got 45% quality food and ingredients, right? 45%. Right? Okay. And 40% then goes to taste. 
So it might look shit, but it's going to taste unreal. So 45, 40. Then we've got like 5% kind of nutritional value. Okay, because there has to be something good in there, right? But you get that with the quality ingredients. And then 5% presentation. So like, I think that gives you the picture of where I go with my approach. All right. No, I pr- look, listen, I mean, <laughs> you put it out there. There's even rumor perhaps that um, uh, maybe a little vlog, is that what they call it? Vlog. You may be setting up your own little vlog channel, maybe on YouTube or, or, or somewhere to, uh, to, to, you know, have a little bit vi- short little videos about, you know, what you're doing in the kitchen there. Yeah. So I've been struggling a bit to find my niche. Right, so it's it's going to take a little bit more time than I had a uh, plan for, um. But yeah, we have a great production guy in Cork working on it, and he's going to do all my um editing and video fancy stuff, and I'm going to have a uh, two or three cameras set up in different areas of the kitchen, and um yeah, it's going to be great. I I just don't know whether I'll go like, you know, YouTube or like do I keep it to Facebook Live or something? I don't know. It's all, there's lots of different ideas, but um, we're trying to keep it to a um, kind of a, like incorporating a lot more vegetables. So making vegetables tasty, because that's one thing I struggle with, and loads of fish. Like trying to, like everybody can do beef well and steaks and all that, but like fish, I think, especially in Ireland, considering the quality of fish that we have, you know, that that's something that I think is new and that's where I'm kind of going with it. But yeah, so that's, that's really well. Listen, we'll, uh, you know, we'll connect you. We'll connect you to uh, uh, you know one of our one of our active listeners who will definitely be a special guest on the podcast. Uh, we'll connect you up with him because you know, you know, I, I've I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the, he he makes the most incredible fluke tartars known worldwide. This guy, so we can get you into fish and make vegetables delicious again. You know, just uh, if you, if you want to get, want to get connected to, to someone, I, I think I can connect it to you, man. The meeple champ just heading back over uh, the meeple champ. Don't do it, man. This becomes an annual thing you are tied to. You know, if you, if you're preparing to cook for 20, you're going to have to cook for 20 once a year. Everybody's going to be looking forward to that. You know, Goldie asks, the question is, are you a better cook than a poker player? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Definitely no, no. No. You're not no. a better cook than a poker player. No. Jeez, man. I don't know. You might want to go the other way on that. I'm not sure. But I, I probably would have gone the other way if you were, you know. You could, a lousy poker player is great. You should, at least you, you, know, you got to be happy with what you're cooking, man. Come on now. Mongolian beef, you're fucking marinating shit. You went to Mongolia to get that yeah. beef. That was special Mongolian cattle. Yeah, the old taste what you think. Yeah. We know that there's a famous diet coming around. Taste what you think. I think the book is coming out soon enough. Hopefully, we can have the art, the author on. <laughs> MIB has eyes with teeth. <laughs> Make vegetables delicious again. <laughs> I don't want to know your philosophy on cooking. You don't want to know your philosophy on cooking. He wants to know how somebody as good looking as you can be as famous. You're 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 one of the rare people. That guy's one of the rare people that actually, you know, they say, you know, the camera adds weight to camera to camera. This guy, he's one of the rare people that looks better on camera than he does off it for Christ's sake. <laughs> I don't know. Forty it was 40% taste something 5% I, I don't know what it was but no, uh, it's we'll, 45% we'll be sure to t- ingredients 
Do you want me to go through it again? No, I, I know you're stuck with my money. No, time. no, no. I don't. I, honestly, I don't. Sorry, man. Honestly, I don't. But it, I said, I. But I appreciate you, uh, you coming on for sure, man. I hope, uh, I hope you had a good time, and I hope that you were, uh, uh, you enjoyed yourself on your your second, not your not your maiden voyage, your second one, right? Uh, podcast, uh, and I appreciate you coming on with me. Yeah, you're welcome, and I appreciate it. And um, I'm looking forward to. Um, the weeks to come with this because it'll definitely get me through lockdown, lockdown threes. And, yeah. I uh, sure look. Yeah. We're gonna no, no, interview. Sure look at. We're gonna interview. Uh, we'll have everybody. Everybody who's in this chat right now who's been active in this chat, I'm sure, is gonna be welcome onto the Hit the Lotto podcast, and hopefully uh, we can have you all on because it was a lot of fun. There were some good good chats going on. To be fair. He doesn't spend long enough at the poker table to interfere in the quality of the stuff he puts on the dinner table. Beeps, that's you're you're you're, you're kind of right, man. I think you're kind of right there, Beeps. But uh, I appreciate you coming on, pal, and uh, I appreciate all of uh, all of you guys uh, out there. And I, I hope you had some fun. And let's turn this thing into something more, if we can. Let's uh, recommend it on, push it on, see what we can do. Bring some topics. You all know me that are in there right now, so uh, you know, send them over to me and let's uh, let's let's talk some shit, man. Let's talk some shit. This is Romo. Hit the Lotto podcast. Hope you guys had a great night. I did too, and uh, we'll talk to you probably next week. I think we're gonna do this once a week if we can. It would be an amazing. Uh, it would be it would be fun to do. But uh, good night, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a million.